Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. Our winds are gone. No northeast flow here to keep things comfortable. So humidity levels are on the rise. And we've already seen some of the muggy conditions take over for many of our data sensors. And that's unfortunately going to be sticking with us for today with our trade winds not returning until after this cold front passes. So for today, we're going to still see beautiful conditions. Yesterday was the last day of the nice trade wind flow but today is the night the last day of the nice sunny skies so still going to be a warm one with the temperatures high and then really going to be feeling warm thanks to the high humidity right now 87 percent humidity so it's definitely sticky out there winds only clocking in at three miles an hour here in town now for today in terms of the rainfall we saw a few passing showers move through even for the leeward sections this morning some widespread rainfall came through here on oahu it's since dried out but because our winds are coming in from the south not just going to see rainfall confined to the windward areas we're likely going to be seeing a few of those moving into the leeward sides from time to time and some prefrontal showers could be reaching Kauai by later today although the bulk of the widespread rainfall associated with that front going to be holding off until tomorrow winds all on the lighter side that got a double digit for Hilo 10 miles an hour there but zero from Molokai with the winds light higher precipitation potentials jumping up in the afternoon hours for the interior sections here in town we're looking at a 15 percent chance of rain consistently throughout the day for areas like wahiwa it starts out closer to 15 but then between noon and 7 it jumps up to about a 35 percent chance of rain so if you're out for those areas the central portions of the islands do keep an umbrella on hand for today Breaking news overnight, a 50-year-old man is in serious condition following an apparent stabbing in Evilay. Emergency Medical Services says they responded to the incident on Kuvili Street near the city's Punawai rest stop facility shortly after 1 o'clock this morning. They say they found the victim with multiple stab-slash-type wounds to his head, back, and both arms. Police are investigating. In less than 24 hours, tourism reopens in the state, and now additional safety measures are in place in case there's another surge in COVID-19 cases. Officials say it's not a surge from travelers they're expecting, but from residents heading back to work. After tomorrow, the state says it expects about two to 3,000 visitor arrivals per day. Governor Ige says the state has added up to 200 more contact tracers to deal with travel-related infections, raising the total to 500 tracers. The state is also using $30 million in CARES Act funds for tests and testing equipment. This means we will have hundreds of thousands of additional tests that we can use to manage the virus in our community as we resume economic activity and school reopenings. On Oahu, Mayor Kirk Caldwell says he plans to increase testing capacity by bringing in a mobile testing lab capable of doing 10,000 tests a day. The governor adds hospitals are also now able to handle more COVID patients with the addition of 230 healthcare professionals. As for tourism, the head of the Hawaii Tourism Authority says there's a lot of excitement and anxiety within the industry because of all of the unknowns. But the state needs to take risks because the economy is in a free fall. This is an imperfect scenario being executed by imperfect people who have one thing in common, aloha for Hawaii, aloha for one another.
He also says it's likely that mistakes will be made, so the state has to be ready to correct them right away. And for those visiting the islands, their completed safe travels profile will provide their hotel front desk with information about their quarantine status. The hotels will know which guests are exempt from quarantine and which will need to stay in their rooms. The Prince Waikiki tells us its protocol involves separating these guests into different towers. More importantly for our staff, they know when they go to service that room on that floor, that this is a quarantine guest and to make sure you follow all the protocols and processes and all the training that we've done to make sure that you're safe. As the hospitality industry begins bringing back workers, the union representing them says it will be a slow comeback and not everyone will have a job to return to. The Hawaii Tourism Authority says new safety measures are in place for workers and the union adds it's also training employees on workers' rights. Four more Hawaii residents have lost their lives to COVID, bringing the state's death toll to 173. There are also 62 new cases reported yesterday, 30 on Oahu, 21 on the Big Island, and 11 on Maui. Health officials say the jump in Maui cases is a result of August cases that were recently confirmed. Later tonight, KHON2 will present the race for Honolulu mayor as candidates Keith Amamiya and Rick Blangiardi face off in a debate fueled by your questions. Dallas Ontiveros joins us now live from Waikiki with a preview. Dallas. Good morning, Christine. Well, the debate is going to be happening here at the Outrigger Waikiki, and it's going to be airing tonight at 7 p.m. on our sister station on K-High and at 9 p.m. here on KHON2. And once again, this is a great opportunity for us voters to get a chance to learn more about these candidates and just to see how different they are when it comes to their leadership. And this is how it's going to go down tonight when it, goes, when it comes to the debate. Rick Blangiardi and also Keith Amamiya will answer questions from viewers, our newsroom, and also from each other. Now, it is going to be fair because each candidate is going to have one minute to answer each question, and they're also going to have a minute for their closing statement. Now, the topics could really range considering that this week here in Hawaii, it is very eventful, so it can jump from the economy to tourism to education to healthcare to affordable housing to, of course, the ongoing coronavirus pandemic and how the future looks like here on Oahu. Now, I did speak with both Rick and Keith before today's debate, and they did share with me on what people need at this point in the pandemic and also what the future looks like if they were elected to become mayor. People need leadership and clear guidance and communication from our government officials as to how best they're going to help our communities get out of this COVID-19 crisis. The city also uh, can do more to provide funding to our families and our small businesses in particular who are struggling during this crisis. And one of the best ways to counter, you know, uh, uncertainty and fear is, is with hope. And we really won't be able to establish that until we get into office. But in the meantime, in the next two and a half months, I'm hoping that with the advent of tourism, we'll get up to a slow roll. We start getting some of our businesses back together and we'll be able to pick up on that momentum, however extensive or however small, but clearly, you know, it's one of the things that I hope to be able to do right away is create some hope in what we're doing. 
So once again, today's debate is going to be very informative, especially if you want to learn a little bit more about these candidates and what the future looks like here on Oahu. We all know we want change here in 2020. But of course, you know that KH12 is your election headquarters. So if you want a little bit more of a background when it comes to these candidates or these ongoing issues that is going to be covered tonight, you can head over to our website at KH12.com. Until then, reporting from outside Outrigger Waikiki, Dallas Navarro's KH12 News, working for Hawaii. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.